Hey guys, welcome to episode 1 of F1 Goes Niao. My name is Shitaj uh, and here with me I have Drax. Hello everyone. And Raul today. But today we'll be speaking about the 2019 German GP which I think was one of the best races. Actually, I think it's the best race of the 2019 season. Filled with surprises and... I would even go as far as to say the best race of the decade, man. It could have been. It's, it is definitely a contender for the best race of the decade. Well, it was. I, I would agree with Rahul here because if, if you see Mercedes, they were eagerly, eagerly ready for this race. And why wouldn't they? I mean, it was their 125th anniversary and they came out in support with their white livery. I mean, th- that's mm. what they used in 1950s, which they dumped big back then just to save 1 kg. But just to pay homage to their history and to stay true to their roots, they went with the white white livery. Absolutely, totally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, and even Force India was. Uh, really you you mean to say racing point, right? Racing point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I will eventually get it. Uh, they were really looking forward to this race. Apparently, the boys at the factory had put together a bunch of upgrades on the car, and they were looking really strong coming into this weekend. Correct, right? Things in the Ferrari garage too were looking good. Uh, both the Ferraris did amazingly well in the practice sessions, but uh, things went bad for the Italians in the qualifying. You which, mean uh, qualifying had them shitting their pants? Ah, uh, that yeah, that I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what happens when you're actually ravioli diet. Yeah, qual- qualifying had qualifying looked really promising, but like. As soon as Vettel went out on track for his outlap, he immediately came back in with some engine issues. And I mean, Charles as well uh, wasn't even able to go out into Q3. So you had Vettel starting 20th. I mean, imagine Italians 10. in Germany. They obviously have an asthma attack post World War II, right? Ah, jeez. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well. That happened in qualifying, so I think uh, qualifying saw a lot of surprising things. Uh, uh, but other than that, you had your normal things happening. You had Lam- Lewis Hamilton in pole, you had Max Verstappen on the front with him in the second position, and you had Bottas in third. Sebastian started P20 after not being able to set a lap. And that you had was Charles Leclerc. Very painful for Sebastian, I would say. I mean, he being the <laughs> world champion racer and starting for P20. Yeah, that's. I mean, I mean, this is the first time a Williams didn't finish P20. I mean, wow, that uh, wow. start P20. I mean, so that's, I think that was an achievement for Williams too. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty brilliant achievement for them. And uh, you had Charles Leclerc starting in tenth place after a terrible Q3. So qualifying also saw a lot of things. You had Alexander Albon starting fourth, and yeah, so that was qualifying. So qualifying was pretty dramatic. But other than that, the race. Uh, oh my yes. my! The, the, the race, race, the race, the race was so bad that Peter Jensen man. So we <laughs> we had all drivers on bets, but four laps in, and a pit. St- I mean, safety car came out, so we had a pit strategy here. And Mercedes were brilliant in it. Mercedes went for a double uh, pit strat, and I mean, came in. I mean, pit crew did their they were beautiful dance. at that time. And then as as soon as Ham- Hamilton left. That's when Bottas came in and the ballet dance started again. That was pretty beautiful to watch. Was, I mean, this was, is what F1 is all about. The perfect co- coordination of teams, the drivers, the cars, the mechanics, everyone. This double pitch yeah. track is, in my opinion, a, a feat of its own. It is definitely, I mean, 
Yeah, that just goes to show how good the Murph pit crew is when they actually have a little bloody warning instead of just barging in and asking for a new bloody door. I mean, I mean, a, a lap around that track. Yeah, yeah it's it's three fourth. It's three fourth. Oh, it's almost ninety percent of your uh, time of your lap time. So it's like fifty four seconds in bed. It's fine. Not that great. Fifty four seconds in F one. It's fucking long. It's uh, it's long. I mean, you wouldn't. No one wants that. Fifty four seconds in bed. Okay, fine. Some will have to. You you might have to satisfy yourself with it. But in in, in Formula One, no. I I would like to issue a public apology to all of Shitaj's exes. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Anyway, anyway. So, so, so that was Mercedes pit stop. A fifty four second pit stop, which is I don't know, man. That's 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 how. Old grandmother is in reality. I mean, when you compare it in terms of F1, that's how old she's supposed to be. But anyway, so now, now when we go and look at uh, Racing Point, uh, I think they had, yeah, yeah, what Racing Point? Yeah, they had, they had Lance Stroll go onto slicks, onto soft tires. I mean, uh, you had the rest of the field out there on enters. I mean, thinking about this, it was a big gamble. And then the gamble paid off. Yeah, and it and it I mean it paid off because you see you know you saw Stroll was he he was he was P one for quite some time. I mean the dry yeah. line really helped the track dried up and there was no sign of any rain. I think that really helped them a lot. So yeah, I think. Uh, I I think Ferrari should learn a thing or two from the what is it? Racing yeah, I mean racing point. Like. I mean, when it comes to strategy, I think this was one of the most beautiful races we've watched. You got, you got Mercedes double pit stop. You got the Force India going on selects. I think this was really nice. Yeah, talking about strategy, you had Max Verstappen go on mediums. I mean, what do you think about that? Because I think your medium now. Okay, so for all those who don't who don't know how tires work, you have your soft tires, your medium compounds, and your hard compounds. The soft one gives you the best grip. Yeah. And uh. Yeah, so yeah. you have mediums which tires. give you average grip and you and have hards that give you the least grip but they give you the most uh, mileage. So in terms of mileage, you have the softs which give you the least. Now medium is right. a balance between the two. So I really don't know what Red Bull were thinking you're giving Max Verstappen the... So I think I think they were hoping that the track would dry up and you know the mediums would then take him much further into the race. But I mean, with a cold track yeah. like that, and like the tires, even yeah, you could see the even when Verstappen spun on mediums, right? So he did. He did spin. That's why the tracks, he went uh, back in and went for inters later. Yeah, the tires were just too cold for the right. track. So anyway, silence. Uh, did I leave? Uh, no. No, no, no. Yes, sir. So anyway, now let's talk about retirements. I mean, ah, yes. Ah, uh, I mean the retirements were. I mean, I mean I for all races, <laughs> this was absolutely not short on retirements. First of all, the mm-hmm. race started on wet. So, in fact, we got to witness the safety car on track for more time than Sergio Perez, who retired the first. It was not uh, <laughs> Norris, bro. It was Sergio Perez. And 
Oh, it was Sergio Perez who retired. Norris, uh, Norris, I think beat. Norris retired last. The last one to retire. He retired last. Yeah. So as as always with the bagging things, they disappointed us with DRF for both their cars with mechanical failures. Yeah, I mean You had Daniel Renault had been struggling with their engine throughout the season. I mean, no doubt they had engine issues throughout. You had, uh, I think, last season Even, it was uh, Red Bull who ditched uh, Renault for uh, Honda because of the same issue. So see, I think. Listen, listen, listen. McLaren being yeah, a very year. dominant team in nineties, in two thousands, they went for Renault, and now look where they where they are. That shows the uh, scale how Renault can <laughs> fuck your team. I mean, Ren. I mean last I mean last season it felt like uh Daniel Ricardo retired for more races than he actually finished. I <laughs> yeah, think that's felt. not true. I I, re- I rarely like, saw Daniel Ricardo in the top 10 either. Why smoke out of the back of that car? Like so continuing with the retirements we we later had Pierre Gasly retiring and then Leclerc ending up on the wall as well after pushing too hard in the final turn. That's where the mm-hmm. bad track step begins. So that final oh. turn was actually really interesting. It's where the Man, it's a, it's, yeah, it is a very you know, slippery area over there. You had uh, Hamilton go off over there as well. I think the really long pit stop, that's where it happened. So, and I think Bottas. Yeah, all of, like most of them. I think Bottas went out there, Leclerc went uh, out there. Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg there too. Even Hamilton went out there. Just that he kept Ham- his engine running so he Hamilton could come back. He, he managed to for his disappointment yeah. of 54 seconds of pit stop. <laughs> <laughs> you even had, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Carlos Sainz, I think. He he managed to get the car over there, but he he was able to keep the engine running. Yeah. Continue to go. Yeah, but what Hulkenberg yeah. did. So it was, yeah. The second you got the second, if even if a even if one of your wheels got off the track to onto that drag strip, that was yeah. it because it was just steady mm. water, slippery surface. And then you had Hulkenberg who slammed his brakes over there. I mean, that, that, that's what you're supposed to do. That's the worst thing you can do over there. That's it's a very amateuristic mistake that he made over there, which costed him in the third place. In 2018, did the same mistake, right? Slamming on his brakes. No, that's the no but uh, that, that, wasn't turn ele- that wasn't the final turn, though. I think that was, uh, I think that was just before the final turn, uh, the really long left-hander. Yeah. I think, yeah. He, yeah. And that happened. Yeah. And he had yeah, a nice ten-second lead over Lewis Hamilton, and said, "I mean, mm. who does that, man? That was that was really disappointing. Being a Ferrari but, fan, that's really disappointing." Although P twenty to P two is a pretty good redemption. Right? Sorry, this race was his redemption of last year. Oh, this race, I mean, yeah, P twenty to this P2. race was unbelievably good for him. You saw him go from P twenty to P two. I mean. That was some amazing driving right there. I haven't seen anyone drive like that in a while. I mean, you had, I think, uh, yeah. Montoya did that, I think. In Montoya, one, in 2005, Pablo Montoya, he went from P20 to P2. Yeah, Montoya, Montoya did yes. go from P20 to P2. That was, that was some amazing driving by the 
German over there. And the Ferrari performed well too. Now for Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc crashed out after a really good race too. He was in P2, I guess, uh, before crashing out. Hmm. Yeah, during yeah, the race, so. Ferrari seemed to look good. But then Charles Leclerc crashing out. You had Bottas crashing out and you had Pierre Gasly who crashed out. So you had one driver from each of the top three crash out, which meant fewer points for the top three. But... I think Gasly's was just if, if you look stupid at, though. He completely yeah, went he, into I think, Albon. Yeah, I think he went wait. into Alexander Albon. He drove, drove into Alexander Albon, I guess. Too much to prove and, you know, not enough. I don't know what it is with him mm. and that Red Bull. He, he just doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> because he managed to finally get his podium. <laughs> with the with Toro Rosberg. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think season. the issue but, with uh, Gasly was he wasn't a- able to... You know how, like how Fernando Alonso needs the car suited to himself. Like he, uh, Fernando, Fernando Alonso struggles. Yeah, he, and, and yeah, you're not going to get Red that. Bull, I mean, you're not going to get that in a team with. Uh, you're not going to get that in a, with, in a team exactly. with Max Verstappen. Because I mean, the entire team is going to be Max Verstappen. Like that's a that's he, one of the reasons why you had uh, Daniel Ricciardo leave the team and go to Renault. I mean. I would, I would have, I would have loved to right. see Daniel Ricciardo at Red Bull. I mean, what an amazing driver! I think he had seven wins with them, which I think uh, was very impressive for a driver like him. He's a really great driver. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think he showed the same, the thing, the same makings that Max oh. has shown. Which is, I mean, you, you need to talk about Max. Like he, this race, second, he's uh, given he started from second, but I mean he had a terrible start. And he was yeah, you ha- right at the back. Uh, P five, right at the he back. But P5. I mean, he lost a lot Before of P five. Both the Red Bulls actually, right. both the Red and Bulls struggled with the start. Yeah, you had Kimi. Start. But I mean, he went on to win the race, which I think. I mean, it's pretty it's, impressive given this, the all the. If it's raining, it definitely has to be Max Verstappen who will win. The, we saw the same in twenty sixteen, uh, Brazil. And we yeah, I think we I think we've got definitely. A new I think after Michael Schumacher, it has to be uh, Max Verstappen. And uh, as we talk about the start of the race, you had Kimi Raikkonen who managed himself to get to P three. I mean that was really great. While you had uh, Carlos Sainz struggling for grip a little bit in the start, but uh, Kimi Raikkonen had a terrible finish. He finished outside the points. Other than that, I think uh, yeah, that was most of the start. Um, yeah, and while this was all happening, while all the chaos ensued in the background, Kvyat managed to uh, see himself in P3, which is yeah, I mean, really impressive. For, imagine for, uh, imagine Red Bull at first, and then Kvyat with his Toro Rosso, the sister team of Red Bull, in third, and Gasly was nowhere mean, to be seen. Yeah, I mean, Gasly was Gasly was a disaster <laughs> at Red Bull. We can all agree to that. I mean, I think the move was made too early for him. But uh, yeah, that's why I mean, Kvyat going to P3, Torpedo making it the to P3, P3. and you had, Sub- <laughs> you had Sebastian Vettel right in front of him. I was scared yeah. for my life. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Tifosi, so definitely I'm going to be afraid when I see uh, Kvyat around. So <laughs> China plus Max. The right. Torpedo. <laughs> oh my god, that, that annoyed me so much. But uh, yeah, so, so that was that. You had... Kimi, uh, you had uh, Daniel Kvyat finishing P3. You had Sebastian Vettel with an amazing P2, starting from P20 after not being able to set a lap during qualifying. I think uh, 
in his home GP, he did a really great job. And of course, you had the king of the rain, Max Verstappen, who made it to P1 from P2 after a terrible start. You had Lance Stroll finishing an impressive P4, giving Racing Point their best finish in Formula 1. Carlos Sainz and his McLaren finished P5, followed by Alexander Albin in P6. Gunther Steiner's men finished P7 and P8 even after they made themselves look like a bunch of wankers. I think there was a point when both of the teammates touched. <laughs> yeah, they hit each other again. <laughs> they touched and I, I think at that moment that. Gunther Steiner was like, okay, fuck, I cannot deal with these guys anymore. And now you had Lewis Hamilton finishing a P9 after getting a 5 second penalty for going over the wrong side of the bollard during the 50, 54 second long pit stop. Now, you're going to be... You're go- yeah man, adding, just adding salt to it, adding insult to it. I mean, of course. <laughs> anyway, now, now, the biggest surprise of all. You had Robert Kubica score a point in P10. I mean... Of Williams oh. in the points. Uh, I I did not see that coming. I mean, no, no. I think I think a Williams in P10 is all the uh, advertisement that this race needs. So if you haven't I mean, seen it, I yeah. Kids, guys, Williams scored a point go of all. That's yeah, how I mean, crazy this race was. <laughs> you had Kimi Raikkonen starting. I think he was in P3 till for the first couple of laps, laps, and he finished out of the points. I mean. That was unbelievable. You had Robert Kubica finishing P10 and scoring a point. I mean, Claire Williams will be proud of him. I mean, most probably, <laughs> most probably the first point he's ever scored in Formula One. So, most probably the first point he's ever scored in life. <laughs> I mean, the downfall of Williams. We need to speak about that sometime. I mean, you go from Frank Williams winning. I don't know how many championships. Five championships, I think, or seven championships. Five. The second most successful team, I think it is in F1, to yeah. running around in 19 yeah. and 20. I mean, P19, oh P20 my. and Williams is a better love story than Twilight, I guess. So, <laughs> of course it is. So, <laughs> so, that was it for the German GP, the 2019 German GP, which was definitely the most exciting race, guys. If you all haven't watched it, I suggest you do watch this race. You will be entertained. I think uh, all of us can agree upon one thing. The 2019 German GP was definitely a contender for the race of the decade. So, I think I'll say that part. Okay, so that was it for the 2019 German GP, guys. We'll be back next time, so stay tuned. And yes, that was it for today. See you guys. Thank you. Bye, Drax. Bye, Rahul. Bye, guys. Stay home. Stay safe. See you, man. Bye. Stay home. Stay safe. And cut, right?